S-A-Y-L on the track. Welcome back to SFL Nights with AJ Stryker. Now, tonight I am featuring my team, Tosa Desperados. And who you're hearing right now is Espen Royale. Fantastic, man. I actually got Espen and Michael Sai to submit a little something for the podcast. And I'm so grateful that they did. You guys sound great, man. I see why you got a record deal. All right, and so tonight I have a few segments for you. I do have my SFL story time featuring Lord Destro and Team Tulsa Strike. I also have a little bit of interesting facts about Tulsa and, of course, my Tulsa team interview. So stay tuned. Let's enjoy, let's enjoy this hit. And welcome back to SFL Storytime. Thank you for joining me. And together, we're going to discover how I get myself out of this mess. My story view features SFL President Lord Destro and a few special guests that are truly amazing. Joining us in Memoirs of an SFL Agent, Incident in India. Continued. Enjoy. Thursday, June 1st. Once I was taken, junior, senior, and third ran with haste to contact Agent Cam of the SFL agency. Cam slammed his phone down on his desk hard, almost breaking it. I knew that I shouldn't send her there with extra help. That place was near Gordon's headquarters, one of them anyway, said Cam angrily. Cam stood up from his desk and walked over to a glass case that contained a black box. Inside the black box were 22 different colors. Buttons. Cam pushed the red and teal colored buttons inside. League staff and team call. A loud signal sounded through the whole facility. Emergency. Emergency. Deathcon 1. Deathcon 2. Deploy. Emergency. Emergency. Agent Q ran into his office. 
Cam, what happened? Stryker has been taken by Gordon in, in India. I'm sending him, I'm sending in some of my finest units to go get her. Lord Destro and Team Tosha Strike. Oh my, you're serious, said Q. Absolutely. I don't want to lose another agent to him. Lord Destro and Team Tulsa Strike are reporting for duty, sir. All right, gentlemen. Striker has been taken and we must bring her back alive. I called you gentlemen because you are some of the best agents I have. Bring her back. Yes, sir, said Lord Destro. Gentlemen, let's roll out. The rope that bound my hands was tied tightly. So tight, it hurt actually. I guess he really didn't want me to get free. And that was a good thing for his health too. I was so pissed. He walked up and came even closer and said, I want you to work for me. Your time working for the SFL agency has expired. He said with a sly grin, I know you may still be a tad bit upset with that I killed your partner. But she had to go. She was in my way. I said nothing. And something else you probably didn't know is that after the explosion, your partner did live for a few minutes. I saw her crawling from the wreckage of cars, desperately clinging on to life. I had to put her out of her misery. I walked up to her and I stabbed her with a dagger over the, that dagger over there over the mantle. You were knocked out, so I figured you didn't know exactly what happened. And since you were knocked out, I injected you with a tracking device, or serum, I should say, that flows through your bloodstream, so I will always know where you are, Striker. He pulled out a small iPad that showed my location on the world map. That's how he always knew where I was. Bastard. I felt fire and wrath in the pit of my stomach. I've never wanted to take someone's life so badly. Oh, Stryker's at a loss for words? I can't believe it, he said. No, never. I was taking the time to imagine exactly how, out of 19 ways, I'm going to kill you. And I'm thinking very, very slowly. His sly grin turned into concern when he saw the rage within my eyes, dark and cold. He backed up and walked towards a small table that contained a snifter and a bottle of Glenlivet 50-year single malt scotch, poured himself a double, and stared into the fireplace before he spoke again. You have evaded me for the last time, Striker. I will make you join my organization, or you will remain here for the rest of your life. All I wanted you to do is work for me. I see what you do for the SFL, and I want you to do that for my league as well. And you will do this. I'm not going to do shit but kill you and leave. In that order. How can you make that claim, said Gordon. No one can get in here without me knowing. And you going to kill me? <laughs> you in what army? While he was making the long-winded speech, Lord Destro and six Team Strike Tulsa members, Deathcon 1, Dion, Mike, Charles, Sanzo, Corey, and Nate, moved in silence after landing their stealth helicopters quietly on the roof. Deathcon 2, Espen, Anthony, Dante, Gib, and Steven drove up silently, awaiting the orders from Kanye to take out all the security guards at the gate and outside grounds. Snipers worked in sync, bringing down the tower guards so they wouldn't raise alarm too soon. Ground team advanced to the gate and broke through with deafening silence. How they were so stealthy, I'll never know. After taking out the rest of the guards on the lawn, DEFCON 1 was in position and approached the windows and doors and waited for further instructions. DEFCON 2 worked diligently to tether themselves to lines and started to propel downwards on the sides of the building. They all moved in rhythmic fashion 
until they reached the window of the study where I was held captive. Gordon, still talking, walked back over to me and gently caressed my face. His touch made me cringe with hatred. You know, all this would be so simple if you just give in to me, said Gordon. I don't want to hurt you, but I will. I'll be right back. He left the study and closed and locked the door behind him. I glanced around the room to get a feel for what was there and to see if there was any weapons that I could use to defend myself. I saw the large dagger that was mounted over the fireplace that he spoke of earlier. It had a dark green handle that was shaped like a dragon and the eyes were rubies. I want that dagger and it shall be mine. I swear I hate Gordon so much. I decided to kill him with nine cuts. I was happy that I received a major upgrade on my wristwatch before I left the compound. I asked for an addition of acid. I used acid droplets to free myself from the ropes and to free my feet from the handcuffs. I stood up and went to grab the dagger as Gordon re-entered the room. He immediately drew his weapon and walked in, closed the door behind him, and closed the door behind him. Where are you going, Striker? He laughed. I'm not done with you by a long shot. I took my defensive stance with his dagger. Prepare to die with your own weapon. Not likely. He fired a shot, grazing my shoulder. Ah, bastard, I screamed. Dion saw Gordon take the shot from his vantage point and said the call to action. We ball. And anarchy ensued. DeathCon 2 broke through all doors and entered simultaneously killing everyone wearing red as all of Gordon's men wore red suits and hats. Perhaps they were foreshadowing their own demise. While this was going on downstairs, DeathCon 1 bust through windows of the study at the same time Gordon's henchmen burst through the door to protect Gordon. A firefight ensued. After one minute of gunplay, the air filled with instant silence. All of Gordon's men were dead. I raised up from cover to see where Gordon was. The rest of the team looked for him as well. He must have ran like a coward that he is because we didn't see him in the smoky room. We began to exit the study into the hallway and I was the last one out when I felt someone pull me back inside and put a gun to my head. Defcon 1 advanced back into the room along with Defcon 2 joining alongside. They came in and lowered their weapons. Well, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have to tell you to do that, said Gordon. Oh man, you don't know this is Striker especially, do you? Close combat, said Kanye. Wait. What are you, ah! Before Gordon could get his words out, I used the back of my head to break his nose and used his dagger to cut his left hand completely off. The hand that touched me and the hand with the gun. He screamed in pain. I told you that I will kill you with nine cuts, Gordon. I have eight more to give. I sliced his chest his face, his neck, his stomach and back, both thighs, and his right Achilles tendon. Gordon fell to the floor and folded up like a child, shaking. Trying to talk, I punched him as hard as I could, knocking him out cold. I don't want to hear shit else from you. I'm just die. You got knocked the hell out, man, said Espen as he laughed. Damn, Strike, he wasn't playing. We all, get, we all began to leave the facility. DEFCON 2 left by a centralized weapons unit. And I 
left for DEFCON 1 via helicopter. As we left, I asked the pilot to let me fly. I moved, he moved over and he gave me his headset. I have one more thing I have to do. I spawn the helicopter around and aim my RPG crosshairs at Gordon's facility. The other helicopter, pilot, did the same. Ready? Ready. Let's light it up. We sent six RPG missiles into Gordon's place and flew off to the airport. The fire was magnificent. I hope Gordon burns in hell just as exactly where he belongs. We all boarded the G6 back at the G6 at the airport back to SFL headquarters. As Team Tulsa celebrated victory and enjoyed libations, I sat by the window recounting everything that happened. We made it out alive, I said quietly. Lord Destro came and sat beside me as I was staring out the window, thankful that we were still breathing. Stryker, you okay? Your shoulder is still bleeding. Let me pat you up. Yes, I'm fine. Maybe even better when you help me out with that, I said. You know, I've never interviewed you, Lord Destro. You know, for the SFL. To see if you're a good fit for us, I said with a smile. Yeah, I was here many moons before you, Stryker. So Cam interviewed me himself. But feel free to ask me anything you want. So, I began my interview. Describe yourself. Who are you and what do you do for the SFL? My name is Jermaine Smith, and I am president of the SFL. My role is to create the rosters for every team within the entire SFL and to ensure that the games are running at optimum level. How has the SFL impacted your life, and how will you impact the SFL? The SFL has made a tremendous impact on my life. The league has allowed me to interact with people throughout the world. It has also given me another avenue to utilize the All-Pro Football 2008, which I hold to high regard as a standard for simulation football. Have you ever played football or any other sports? I played football as a child and as a teenager. During my high school years, I was a nose guard and tackle. Describe your most memorable SFL experience. My most memorable SFL experience would have to be witnessing what transpired during Season 5, the championship game between the D.C. Dragons and the Santa Fe Gorillas. As many know already, we were the underdogs throughout the entire playoffs. We barely made it to the playoffs and relied on other teams losing just to get in. We had to beat two tough teams, the New York Knights and the Louisville Wolfpack, on the road just to get the championship game. It was a tight battle between both teams. The lead changed a few times and it was myself and many others as witness during that last drive that continues to amaze me to this very day. Wide receiver, Greg Corky, shook off a defender to run in the end zone for a game-winning score. What are your plans for the next five years, SFL and life-related? The only plans I foresee myself having in the next five years is moving down south. Maybe I'll move next to the commissioner to give him some company. My player, uh, what is player, why is player progression so important? Player progression is very important because the player must be active to ensure the success of his player. Not just that, but the player also decides on what area he or she needs to work on to have a successful player and hopes that his or her decision will impact the team's performance altogether in a positive manner. How far do you see the league going in the future? The sky is the limit for the league. Commissioner Cameron Irvine has done a great job and worked hard for the success of the league. I am supportive to his vision of the league and trust that he will use proper discernment to take the lead to an entirely new level. All patched up, kiddo, said Lord Destro. 
Thank you so much, man. I appreciate this. And you coming to my rescue. Actually, I stood up and faced my crew. I would not be here without you guys coming and raising hell to get me out of there. And I want to thank all of you for that. The crew cheered and we chilled and enjoyed our flight back home and the sunset and our victory. For now, at least. Thank you so much for listening to SFL Storytime. And stay tuned for much more. Mike Osai on the track. Awesome, man. Awesome, Mike. Great job. So I got a little interesting uh, Tulsa facts for you. In 1984, there was a team in the United States Football League based out of Tulsa called the Oklahoma Outlaws that was led by the first black quarterback to win the Super Bowl, Doug Williams. This was an inspiration behind Tulsa's Desperado's name. We built our stadium in the heart of Greenwood District, the site of the 1921 Tulsa Race Riots. And for those that don't know about the Tulsa, Tulsa Race Riots, it did take place in 1921, uh, actually May 31st and June 1st of 1921. Mobs of whites attacked black residents and businesses of the Greenwood District in Tulsa, Oklahoma. This is considered one of the worst incidents of, the race, uh, of racial violence in the history of the United States. The attack carried out on ground and by air destroyed more than 35 blocks of the district. At the time, the wealthiest black community was in the United States. Some other facts about Tulsa. It is uh, it claims to be one of the birthplaces of the famous Route 66. The city has a very large concentration of art decor architecture with uh, definitely some Gothic-style influence, influences on that one. And we also have, uh, they also have the Oklahoma Aquarium, which houses the largest bull sharks in captivity. And the city was placed as a significant role as a hub for the American oil industry and was known during much of the 20th century as being the oil capital of the world. Just a little info for you. Next up, we have Desperado Team Interview. Enjoy. I am the God who rectifies the system. I will allow no 
one to hinder my work. Did you think you could defeat God? The act of challenging God itself is reckless. No more playing. I've been going Super Saiyan. Just erase your favorite artist. I'm a weapon from creation. Boy, it's just the king. I'm the ruler of this nation. Wait, never mind. I'm the goddess of salvation. And welcome back to my Tulsa podcast. I have some fantastic members of my team tonight that made some time for me, and I really do appreciate it. Guys, I want you to meet Mr. Dion Hawkins. How are you doing? Fantastic. Mr. Espen Royale. Royale. Y'all did it. <laughs> and Mr. Sanzo Robinson. And Mr. Mike Osai. Good to be with the crew. And it's great to have you. Now, um, I am waiting on Dante West. He said that he might come on in. So if y'all hear something, you know, somebody pop in, that's probably him. But it is a pleasure to have all of y'all with me tonight. You know, it's been a long time coming. And it won't be the last time, I promise you, that y'all are going to be on here. But I want to send a special shout out to uh, Espen and Mike for doing some of my music tonight, man. Y'all are amazing artists. Thank you. Mike, you good? All right. So while we get uh, Mike uh, situated... So, Dion, tell me, what is your expectations for season 13? Um, well, I definitely want to make the playoffs. So, coming out the season, starting to get everything together, then that's definitely our, our first major goal. Mm-hmm. So, I want to start off strong. Cause we usually do pretty good. Maybe first couple of games, and then we kind of go to sleep in the middle, and then pick it up a little bit at the end. That's always, that's been our forte the last couple of years. So uh, we definitely put in the work in. Our number one goal right now is to make the playoffs and then reevaluate after that. Gotcha. Beautiful. And what about you, Espen? What are your expectations for season 13 for Tulsa? Um, just playing as a whole, solid. Um, We've been very, very good individually, allocades and stuff like that. But I'm looking to have a big season as a whole. All right. And so what about you, Sanzo? Yeah, just looking to improve the team overall. Definitely want to go to the ship, get back to our former glory. Like Dion was saying, got to make sure we stay consistent through the whole season. Definitely. And Mike, what are your plans? Uh, being new to the team, it's just a one-week-at-a-time thing, so just taking it one week at a time, getting the wins where we can, hopefully get the playoffs, and your ultimate goal is to win a championship at the end of the season, so take it from there. Absolutely. I do plan on, you know, us making the playoffs. I want us to win a championship, though. I'm looking past that, you know. I, I definitely want us to be, you know, contenders, fighting with Alaska, whoever is going to make it, you know, because I think that we have the – the team for it. You definitely have the now, talent. I, I feel like I want to beat Alaska for the chip. I'm going to just throw it out there. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, three-time I, champion. I take it from Alaska. That's what I want to do. That's right. And I think that's important because, you know, you're putting your stamp on the league then. Three-time champion? Come on, man. And I'm going to definitely pay attention to my progressions um, a little bit more this year, you know. Um you know, just make, make better choices in what I decide to do. And I think that's that's definitely going to help us um, become better. You know, especially especially from the yeah, offensive definitely. side of the ball. Definitely, because, yeah, we kind of, uh, last couple of seasons, we always got our present progressions in. We usually make 100% every week, but it's kind of just all over the place. Like, so we're going back to how we was before is where it's, We'll kind of have a plan each week to see which individual player needs to do to get better for that week. Cause it was kind of like testing it out just to see what everybody would do on their own with no uh, suggestions or anything. We usually talk, but I would 
didn't like really make recommendations on what guys could do because be together in on one page like okay the linebacker's gonna work on this the uh, corner's gonna work on this so uh, that's definitely a big point for this season is getting our progression back in sync mm-hmm. yeah growing as a team I think that is very important you know there are some teams that are saying that hey you know we just all get in chat and we all talk about what we're gonna do and how we're gonna grow together so yeah it's cool I love it I don't know if we do a chat all the time we can this is hard enough for all our teams' different schedules get to get on this call. Yeah, out, so. right, dude. More about the voice chat, but <laughs> yeah, but then you know we have the locker room messages that'll be seen by everybody. So right, right, right. You know, we have to make sure that all that gets done. Better communication from all of you, you know. Definitely. So, what are y'all personal plans for this year, Mike? Do you have anything like, especially like, okay, for instance, um, Espen and Mike, do you guys have anything else dropping, you know, as far as music wise, or are you planning on going deeper into your music or what's up with that? And I'll start with you first, Mike. Um, well, personally for me, um, I started out kind of rough. I started when I was a junior in high school and back then it was really, really rough. So uh, I've kind of like took the last couple of years, like reevaluate what I was doing. So. This summer, I'm sitting on a couple stuff that I have unreleased, but I'm just working on getting perfected a little bit more just so I can be like really proud of the product I put out right now. So this summer, I'm putting out a couple of things. Yeah, man, sounds good. Like what you sent me, what what is actually going to be played on the podcast? What is, what is playing on the podcast? Hey, man, that was fire, man. And you too, Espen. What about you? Um, currently I'm celebrating hitting 4,000 uh, monthly listeners on Spotify, so I got an album coming on Sunday, Beautiful. the night. Fantastic. I'm proud of you, man. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> well, you make sure you link that, you know, you link that in the chats and everything so we can come check you out. I got you. You can search Love B L-O-V-A-B on any streaming site. Okay. Say it one more time for the people in the back. <laughs> L-O-B-A-B. Love a B on any streaming site. Beautiful. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. Dion, what you got going on? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Because <laughs> no. I, I know your football season is over with. So it's over with now, man. I'm happy it's over with too. My body, like, man, mm-hmm. done for for a second. But uh, no, I'm just, I'm really mainly just focused on work. So I got a new job not too long ago. So I'm actually enjoying that and um and uh, I got a lot of free chance. Football is done. Got a lot more free time to do SFL stuff. So fantastic. So if you don't mind, what is your new job? I work as a. Uh, Property accountant. Okay. Place okay. called. It's. It's. Well, ball out then. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You kind of broke uh, up when you when you said the name of the company you work for. You kind of broke up. So what was the name of the company? It's called United Service Associates. Okay, beautiful man. You better try to get you some business. Too. Y'all plug what you need to plug. <laughs> I'll try. Definitely, man. Yeah, I wish you the best of luck in that, man. Because that's what you wanted to do anyway. You were always an accountant. I think the, the very first podcast that I did with you, you were saying that you were looking for, you know, something and all that kind of stuff. You always, you were already an accountant, but you were looking for something else. So I'm glad you found it. And Sansa, what about you, dear? Uh, I don't know. I'm young out here in these streets, so <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing out here. We wilding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you better be careful out there in these streets, man. Nah, I'm playing. I got a group. Y'all cool. Um, I don't know. Probably start to start a family here soon. No, Who no. Knows? Wait, hold on. How old are you? I'm 27. Okay, yeah. That's, that's good. Okay. You, <laughs> you, you've lived life. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to offer you some advice, though. Travel. Do whatever you want to do before you have children, because once they come, they're first. So, talking about starting. Still need some travels in. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it, it costs a lot more, man. I'm trying to tell you. No, nah, you, you right. <laughs> 
But yeah, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. But just make sure you do everything that you want to do. But Espen's right. You can't sneak some travels in. We sneak down to um, Savannah whenever we can. So Savannah's nice. It is. Have you been down to Clearwater in um, Florida? Not yet. I, I, I want to go. That's a stop you have to make. Okay. I'll make sure I do that. Clearwater, huh? Yeah. Clearwater, Florida, right outside of Tampa. But honestly, um, I'm kind of embarrassed to say this, but I have never been to a beach before. So when I go to, um, I mean, I could have went in Savannah, but it was cloudy and rainy the last time we were there. And so I was just like, man, I need to go. I need to find some place to go. So, you know. Clearwater. I never been to a beach either. Really, Sanzo? Okay, we in the same boat. Because every time I say that, people are like, what? I can't believe it. Hold on, yeah, Sanzo, what? I'm missing that. I got close when we was in Houston, but we never went to the beach beach. We just went to some food spot that was on the Gulf of Mexico so we can get crawfish. Mm. We went like a real beach. We went to New Orleans, but that ain't no beach area either. You get my water, but don't go to the beach. <laughs> I don't know. Out there, bums hustling on chest, beating everybody. That's what we saw. <laughs> what about you, Mike? Uh, much for me. I rarely go on like any sort of thing. I'm usually just like a homebody for the most part. I just hey, I feel you. You know, not everybody. You know, it's different strokes with different folks. Some people like to just Netflix and, you know, relax and stuff like that. Other people get up and go, so. So, you asking all us this question, oh. what, what are you doing personally right now? <laughs> well, um, I am trying to decide if I want to become an, a manager of the current restaurant, the little breakfast spot that I work um, at. It's called Egg Harbor. And I've been in management before. We had a steakhouse, and it wasn't necessarily the best experience. So I'm just trying to decide if that's what I really, if I want to go back into that. Um, but that's like, um, let's see, that's like being in a relationship and holding a new boyfriend to what the last boyfriend did. I get you. I understand. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. But I also see some things within this company that were similar to the last company that I worked for. Understandable. And so if I see those similarities, I'm going to be like, nah. I mean, I haven't totally put it off the shelf yet, but I'm just just being careful because I do like to have that free time, you know, to be able to do that. (laughs) I didn't have it when I was in management at the other place. Like, I barely saw my children barely saw my husband so it was you know it was kind of hard you know yeah that's definitely understandable so i just want to be sure but um and then just making sure i raise these little ones right honey they are three and eleven daughter just graduated from fifth grade so she's heading sixth grade so working on things with her trying to make sure she stays up the par and it's about to get lit sixth grade is where it starts man (laughs) Y'all remember sixth grade? I have one fond memory of, well, it's not necessarily fond, because <laughs> it was actually <laughs> embarrassing as hell, but I was on the playground and kickball. And it's enough, cool, it's my time to come up. Got ready to kick the damn ball. I missed and fall. Straight Holy on my crap. back. Dude, on my back. I hate to see it. Hate to see it. Oh. <laughs> When I tell you, I was so embarrassed and, and everybody started laughing, but there was this one guy who was like, and his name was Armand. He was like, hey, y'all don't need to laugh at her. That could have happened to any one of y'all, and, you know? And then they stopped laughing, like they respected him. And I was like, oh, you know. That was uh, he was the OG. Back, right, right. OG <laughs> Bobby Johnson. <laughs> See, I would have been there doing the background and yelled out, not me. <laughs> 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 yeah, I believe that. I can see that. Yeah, I'm, you would have never lived. That would have been a week later. I would have brought it up. <laughs> I believe it. You probably gonna bring it up in the locker room next time we get there. Yup. Had phone, cell phones back then, so he's straight. Oh. Didn't nobody see it. Oh man, 
do it. Can you imagine having cell phones back then? The trouble. Switch over. Trouble. <laughs> we should have cell phones like that back in high school. Just look ooh. No. <laughs> See, no. Everything happened for a reason in the timing that it did. Because we would have been in so much trouble. No. <laughs> yeah, I would have been on Moral Star like three times. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> oh man, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to just being more active with you guys in the locker room, and you know, being, you know, just ha- having our creating rather some activities for us to do to keep us inviting. And even though everybody has their own schedules and things like that, you know, we can do little things to kind of keep everybody interested. And I think. Every team needs to kind of work on that because the last thing you want to do is lose people for the SFL because then we're not going to have a place to go. So I've been thinking, Mm -hmm. and there's one team that got a sponsorship, and I feel like we need one too. Okay. So that's all I'm going to say right now. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to just throw that up in the air. We, we need a sponsorship, too. And maybe it's already won. I just haven't said nothing yet. Okay, well, I tell you what, man. It would be a beautiful thing. And if you're a sponsor or, or, or if it, you know, the person that you are maybe be referring to, would love to come on the show and let everybody know. I would love to have them. Well, yeah, at the right time, we'll definitely let that, we'll definitely let that news out. Okay. Sounds good to me. As long as I get to break it first. I got you. <laughs> I'm with that. I'm with it all the way. Right. That's a great idea. Yeah. Definitely. So what is your most fond memory? So Esmin, you've been on the team for a while, right? Yeah, I started with the team. Right. So what is your fondest memory of just Tulsa just starting early start? Uh, first start, we went eight and zero. We trying to get back to that again. Mm-hmm. That's that's the best memory right there. So that, what, that right there. So what was different? Why why is it? Why was it we eight and zero then, and we were like five and seven last season? Uh, we experiment. We try some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we let you know. Um, free round, you know, like Dion was saying, you know, last season, he just kind of let, you know, people feel like what they need to do for their character and um, things like that, or, um, you know, trying out different schemes and stuff like that for different games against certain people. Um, and that's, that's I feel like that's just all this what happened, just experimenting and trying to go with the league and learning new things as, you know, uh, progression changes and stuff each season. So it's just it's a little bit of here and there. Right. Gotcha. And so, Mike, what is when when you had the chance to go to any team? Um, why did you decide to choose Tulsa? Like you were a free agent, you could have went anywhere. Born and raised in Tulsa. Oh. T town. Well, um, one of the things I value, like since I've been in the SFL, I've been on two teams before this. But I value like quick responses and like people who like get back to me quick. So whenever I was during an application process, process like everyone that I talked to from Tulsa like got back to me really fast. And like it was like right after I got like told I was going to be released. So I respected that. And like whenever you have that opportunity, you should take it and jump on it. So and that's what made me ultimately come here. Fantastic, man! It was I was really excited to see you because when I was like, oh no, Mike is out there. Uh, Dion. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Relieve, I was already on it. He's been in this league way too long and made a name for himself. So I'm happy to have him. It's crazy. It's nobody's talking about it. Like, he literally on like the all time record list already receiving. So I'm like, why wouldn't I? It just made sense. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, people pass it up. Didn't Jordan? Jordan wasn't the first pick, was he? Michael Jordan was not the first pick in um, the NBA draft. So you, you get treasures, you know? Sometimes they just fall to you. And hopefully they add on to it a little bit here. Um, yeah. So I did go in here and just like add on to the, I don't know where I'll end up whenever it's all said and done, but um, 
I hope Tulsa is like the place where I can like get those stats up a little bit. I got good help around me. That's another thing. Uh, good help around me, like people that are active, like in the SFL. So it's all good. Good formula. Definitely. We trendsetters out here. That's what we do. We ball. Damn right. Damn right. I can get behind that. I like that. Sanzo. Yeah, what's good? So, what are we going to do, bro? Because, you know, you my right hand. And uh, what are we going to do? Yeah. This? I'm trying to get back to my former glory. You know, I switched from receiver to running back. It was a kind of rough transition, but we getting back to where I was. Because mm-hmm. I started at running back playing for Boston. Okay. Then I let Dion take over for running back. Gotcha. Let me take over. <laughs> <laughs> you let me run. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> I had to give it the awkward pause. While I was like, three, two, one. What you doing? <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, nah, what's crazy about that is that I knew that. And a person that would always come through, like he never missed the progression to anything. So I sacrificed that because I know that I mean positions like that, quarterback. This is like one of the, obviously one of the biggest positions. So you want people that don't run, but I never knew how bad that changing the position is was gonna hurt. Like it was crazy. Like with the new the progression was brand new, mm-hmm. so we didn't know how it would be and him back like at first to be honest play was trash like we already know we talking about like damn okay you should have did it yeah, we <laughs> talked about all the time boy like no type of strength i'm getting mushed yeah <laughs> can't break a tackle it was bad but so it, it definitely hurt us because it's one of the most important positions but it's you know it's all gonna pay off in the long run that's why we really wasn't even tripping right yeah, yeah i feel you man i was just you know i, was just... I don't think anybody in position yeah I was just a little worried, you know. I was just like, oh, wait, wait, Sansa, wait. Dave, you got to be good this season. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. But now that I have a clear understanding as to like when you change player positions like that, that will definitely have an effect on you. You know, <clears throat> I totally understand that. So yeah, you know, we had to go through that drought. So then we experimented with the drought. And now we hear, we learn from it. Yes, sir. What were you gonna say, Sanzo? Nah, nothing. I'm, I'm straight. Mm-hmm. I was really off topic. I just found some old iPod in the shoebox that I ain't seen since like 2000, like 12. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Finding treasures and stuff. I love it. All right, guys. So I'm gonna give y'all the last word. This was fun and we got to make sure that we get together like this again um you know if with everybody if not then we just roll what we got man this was fun we man y'all are awesome oh and Dion, i don't know if i ever just really thanked you and uh kanye for for like on like on live for drafting me and things like that and believing me and you know when i first started I was like man I just want to be a wide receiver or I want to be a defensive tackle I definitely was not considering a quarterback because I was like man if something happens and it's your fault either way like when you win it's the team's you know hey the team won if you lose hey man that was your fault damn (laughs) that's how it be it's the life for the quarterback but but yeah you definitely welcome like when you first came in and talking to you I could already tell that you wasn't just a fly by night person and things that you enjoy. So I already knew. I was like, yeah, that's she could want, be the one to lead our team. And I'm all about equality and stuff. So anybody, anything a man can do than a woman usually can do. So being a team, because I mean, being on our team, because every single year we had a different quarterback till you came along. So it took two going on three seasons, but we finally, finally found somebody that was right for our particular franchise. So I definitely appreciate it. That means a lot coming from you, sir. I, I appreciate that too. 
And then, like I said, we want to make sure that we we good, man. I'm, if we're the leaders. We got to make sure that we lead properly and, you know, and be good examples. Hey, we, be, we behind AJ. Don't trip. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm glad. I'm glad to have y'all. And I'm glad y'all. I'm glad I'm here, man. Like I said, we ball. That's what we going to do. We going to the championship and we winning it. I'm gonna tell Mighty. Tell Mighty. I like the sound of that. Right, I like right. the sound of that. Right. You might as well just go ahead and just go for the gusto. As soon as I see Mighty in chat, I'm gonna invite him back and I'm just gonna be like, hey man, just might as well go ahead and polish that ring for us. And we about to, we about to do it. Right <laughs> Beautiful. So I'm gonna give y'all the last word. I'm gonna start off with Sanzo. You got any shout outs? Anything you wanna say? Uh I don't to have a shout out but uh just hope we have a great season and uh ball out beautiful what about you mike i'm ready to do it in tulsa greatest game in the world and this team's good uh got me excited so i'm excited to see what we do damn right sir what about you aspen album june 9th you know i gotta plug that mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> coming for alaska we about to rue as that for them belts, we need those. Um, and uh, yada it, bow. I'm out. Fantastic. And Dion. Uh, yeah, I just want to shout out the whole organization and all the players for believing in us and what we can do. And I'm looking forward to the season. Like I'm more excited about this season than the last few, definitely. So beautiful. Me too. And you know. It was very interesting seeing it from both sides, from the player's perspective and from GM's perspective. And you know, I'm just gonna be my, do my best to lead you guys to victory and to also make sure I'm leading you in the locker room. And if you guys need anything, if you need some advice, you need somebody to talk to, I just wanna let you know in your face that I'm here, okay? Gotcha. Gotcha. Appreciate Beautiful. And with that, gentlemen, y'all have a fantastic night. I'll see you out in the locker room and on the field. Hey, man. Alright. Have a good night. Peace. And we also have Mr. Stephen Bush in the building. How you doing, Mr. Stephen Bush? I'm doing absolutely, positively wonderful today. Fantastic. And I also have Mr. Anthony Mosley in the building as well. What's going on, Ed? Hi, how are you? Doing great, man. Doing great. Um, Good to hear. Yeah. I'm just really excited to have my team on the podcast, you know. This is my hey, we're first excited time. to be a part of it. Yes, and this is my first time, you know, actually physically talking to some of you, so especially, I think... Well, Anthony, I talked to you on draft night, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun, man. That was awesome. And, um, Steven, yeah, this is my first time talking to you, so, yeah, cool. This is cool. I love it. So, um, my first question to you both is, who are you and what do you do for the SFL? And when I say who are you, like, who are you just as regular people, you know? And I'll start with you first, Steven. Okay, as a regular person, I work weekend nights for an alarm monitoring company. I go to work, come home, I do some video gaming here and there, I like my anime, some uh, some manga here and there, some uh, a couple TV shows I keep up with, superhero shows. I follow sports. Not really a whole lot. I'm a bit of a recluse, but <laughs> but uh, but what I bring to the SFL is a steady presence at the very least. <laughs> Fantastic, sir. What about you, Anthony? Um, for myself, I'm a regular old guy as well. I play basketball in my spare time. I play video games. I also watch some anime and a lot of superhero shows and CW shows are my favorite right now. Um, currently, favorite. I'm a firefighter in the military in the Air Force. Awesome. And for the SFL, I'm just a rookie learning the, the business, as they say. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. We've got some heroes on the squad for real. I love it. 
So if you in um in Atlanta, if anything ever break out, I'm calling Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, not bad. I, I know some people in Atlanta. I should be going up there in a, about a month anyway. All right, beautiful. So you'll be at the convention <laughs> then. Possibly. Nice. That'd be cool. Steven, you plan on coming to the convention? Ah, uh, what yeah. one is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's I July, tell you, recluse. It's right. It's July 26th through the 28th. 26th. Oh, yeah. I'm like, look at my calendar real quick. Uh, those are actually all work days. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we can. I'd love to, though. It's not far from me, so it wouldn't be that hard of a thing to get there. It's not like a yeah, five it's not hour drive. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, drive on over, spend a few hours, and drive on back, you know? But, or, I want to see, I'm going to talk to Cam and see if maybe we can get some Skype calls in. You know, maybe mm-hmm. set up with something so people can just call in and just say hi. Yeah. All right, so um, next up, um, my next question is, uh, let me find it. All right, so what are your thoughts on season 13? Um, well, first of all, I would like to know what your thoughts were on season 12, Steven. And Anthony, you played for um, what was your team? No, actually, no. Um, you're, was, you're, no, you did yeah, you play for? Yeah, you're a rookie. So I don't know if you actually had, if you were like starting all over because some people had started over, you know. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. This is first season, first team. Cool. Your blood back in the SFL. Cool. <laughs> so Stephen, what do you think about? What did you think about season twelve? Season 12, I think we had a good start, if I'm not mistaken. Or I can't remember. Season 11 and season 12 kind of run together. Mm. Some One of them was, was a good start and slow finish. The other one was a slow start, good finish. can't remember which one last season was. We we uh, we tend to have that issue. We can't keep momentum going. I think that maybe this year it looks like Deion and Kanye have made quite a few changes with the way they're going to try to run it. Yes. And I'm looking forward to seeing how that, how that changes up the dynamic. So I think season 13, I'm optimistic. I think we can we do some damage this year. Definitely, you know, Dion sees playoffs in in the future. I say we're gonna win the championship. So hey, oh, always you gotta think that no yeah. matter if you do or not. If you don't think you're gonna win the championship, why are you playing? That's it, all day, all day long. So, what are your expectations for season thirteen? Oh man, I think we're gonna tear it up again. Our offense is changed. It's a little different. We changed the dynamic up quite a bit. Now I hope this works out for us. We got a little bit of an air raid to look for us. So we got a lot of options at receiver and tight end. So, looking forward to seeing how that plays out on the field. All right. And Anthony, what, I, are you, what do you think? I agree. I think it's going to be a very high octane, fast, quick offense. And our defense, of course, still looks like it's pretty stout with, with our secondary being pretty strong. So, I think we'll, we'll have a very solid, productive season. We got Mr. All Pro Gib Ledoux out there tearing people up. Okay. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know, he was just shy of making that um of getting the most sacks in the SFL for last year. Living in quarterbacks' nightmares. Right? Hell, you think big sex is bad. You better look at Gib. <laughs> 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 but yeah, guys, thank y'all so much for your time. I really do appreciate it. Um and I would like to give you guys the last word. So if you have any shout outs, if you have any, you know, thing that you just want to say. I keep asking people to read poems or sing a song, but nobody will do it. So, you know, maybe oh, this will be the time. You're asking a lot of folks to sing on recorded, uh, recorded lines. Come on, I do it. <laughs> I do it. And I'm not the best singer. I just be singing along to my songs, man. Y'all can do it. Okay. All right. What are we going to sing at? Uh... <laughs> oh, man, my vocal cords just went out. <laughs> nice. That's a good excuse, bro. I like that one. I'm going to use that. Oh, I can't talk anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but anytime, I'm happy to be to be on the podcast. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. No problem. Beautiful. And yeah, I will invite you guys back on um, for a more in-depth interview. Um, and I'll have a song ready next time okay. <laughs> instead of being on the spot. Listen, I can work with that. Don't be making no promises. If you've got to do duets, I'll do it with you. So. Okay. Yeah. Or a poem. I'll or probably a poem. do a poem. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that. Did you know? I'll have a song for you. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be looking for it. And did y'all know that um, Mike and, well, Mike Osai and, um, Espen 
Royale are doing the music for the podcast. They actually have some music that they submitted to me. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. So they uh, they turned it up with that one. So I'm really excited for y'all to hear it. Maybe we can all get together and do like a little cypher thing. That'd be awesome. Everybody put in a few Sounds bars. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. But all right. So y'all have a fantastic day, and I appreciate your time, gentlemen. Hey, no problem. Thank you. All right. And we are back with Mr. Gib, the do. Gib, how you doing, sir? Uh, doing very well. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for taking some time out for me this morning. It's been the first, I think this is the first time we've actually spoken. Like on like on the podcast, right? Yeah, this is the first time. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear your voice, man. I had um, a few of our teammates on the other day, and it was amazing. So, but we're gonna start off with uh, describe yourself. Who are you, and what do you do for the SFL? Well, I'm Ghibli Do. I'm a defensive end for the Tulsa Desperados. Uh, been here since, gosh, I think it was uh, season 11 when they first started doing the draft. And I just try and get to the quarterback. That's about it. Beautiful. Hey, and you did it, man. Weren't you number one in sacks last season? Well, I think right up until the end. Pretty close. I was battling uh, another of the defense bends, and uh, then I think uh, someone just came out of nowhere in the last game, got a bunch of sacks, and ended up taking it. So, damn! Don't worry, you'll get it back this year. I promise. That's the that's the plan. I'm hoping to take it this time. Definitely. So, have you? <clears throat> excuse me. Have you played football or any other sport before? Yeah, I played football for about 13 years of my life until uh, I ended up dropping out of college. So it was, uh, it's something that's definitely been in my life for a long Beautiful. So how has the SFL impacted your life? Uh, it's really just been a ton of fun. It's another community I'm a part of. It gets me back into the feeling of being in something football related and it's just it's been a great time everyone here has just been awesome fantastic you know you're awesome too and it was what do you think about season 13 like what are what are your expectations um i'm i'm really looking forward to season 13 i think as uh the desperados kind of went out on a little bit of a sour note last season and I think we can definitely come back especially with the pieces we picked up and just do some really awesome things definitely and one more question how have you grown in your position since last season or how do you plan to make your player better I feel like sometimes last season um, I was a little slower off the ball. I uh, also cost the team a couple of times in penalties, so I'm really trying to bring that in, get a little bit faster, uh, and just a little more discipline. Beautiful. And I think with our group of guys, with our new game plan and things like that, we're definitely going to be a lot better. Gib, thank you so much for your time, man. I do appreciate you. And do you have any special shout-outs or anything else you want to say? This is like your last word. Uh, Just a shout-out to the team in general and to you for letting me do this interview. Uh, Just, It's been a great time, and I'm really looking forward to the upcoming season. Me too. Thank you so much, Gib. I appreciate your time. And you are invited back anytime you want to come on. I'll have to take you up on that. Beautiful. You have a great day, sir. Thank you. You as well.
And I want to thank everybody for coming to hang out with me tonight. Special thanks again goes to Mr. Espen Rael and Mr. Michael Sai for putting down those fantastic tracks at the beginning of the show, man. Y'all are awesome. And if you got any more tracks that you want me to feature on the podcast, y'all please let me know. I'll be happy to do it. A special thanks goes out to Mr. Lord uh, Destro for or Jermaine for um, coming on the podcast, you know, giving me his information. I really do appreciate that, sir. I do know that you're a busy man, so. I appreciate it. Um, special thanks goes out to Dion, Gibbs, Sanzo, Mike, Dante, Anthony, and Stephen, you know, for making an appearance on the podcast, and Kanye, Corey, Charles, and Nate. Man, I definitely understand, guys, and you will definitely have a chance to come on and um, get, you know, get your voice out there, too. You know, I understand busy and things like that, so. But with that, I am looking forward to bringing you guys another podcast next week full of fantastic uh, content. So stay tuned for that. Y'all have a fantastic night. Striker out. <laughs> <laughs>